time to get geeked up. Time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey, it's time to get geeked up. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Geeked Up Podcast, Life in Coronaville. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always still is Mr. Social Distance himself, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, buddy? What's, What's going on, everyone up? out there? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, another crazy couple weeks it's been, so we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, another uh, fun week in Coronaville. I think this is the uh, first uh, actual geeked up episode of 2021, and it's not uh, has not disappointed leading up to it. I mean, I guess um, we did give our thoughts about the riot on the Netflix and chat, though, didn't we? Our last episode, we, we spoke about Netflix the and chat. like right when it happened, the, the day after. So a lot more has come out and whatnot. So we I did guess we'll, talk about we'll talk about mm-hmm. a little bit more of the developments today because we caught it when it was real fresh last week but I think we did if you're looking if you're one of the geeks dying to know about our uh real, you know feelings on Capitol Hill and all you can as well to what we talk about today consult the last Netflix and chat episode a little bit yeah, listen to the last Netflix and chat episode because a couple of things. Like we said, we talked about the riots at the Capitol. Uh, we also talked about the movie, which was like a great closure to 2020, Death of 2020, which was like a comedic take, almost newsreel breakdown of the year. And then also kind of interesting is uh, if you listen to the Netflix and chat show, we also asked you guys to recommend us the uh, next movie we watch on there. And there's going to be no shortage of them. I know, and Netflix answered the call. Netflix sent us an email. and uh... <laughs> But uh, keep those emails coming. We've gotten some suggestions so far, but keep them coming, of course, at the geekeduppodcast at gmail.com. Yes, that's the, i got to put that the in there. The Geeked Up Podcast. Or you get the other Geeked Up Podcast. So if you want this Geeked Up Podcast, you got to put in the Geeked Up Podcast. As well as, of that's course, right. We're Geeked not Pods. We're well, the podcast yeah. <laughs> as well as of course geeked pods on uh youtube and some of your other social media platforms but geeked up podcast geeked pods check us out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i guess uh kind of getting right into this we do have a lot to talk about but before we jump into a coronaville we like to start the show off always on a real sour note and a bummer in the r.i.p section and uh 2021 starting off to look like a lot like 2020 almost that like we're almost going to lose an American treasure, a uh, <laughs> big celebrity to kick off the RIPs. And uh, you know, it's really Kobe Bryant all over again with the beginning with the uh, with this first one here in 2021. <laughs> because uh, Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech Powers, the fucking uh, guy from the Beastie Boys cousin, we reach uh, <laughs> as well as the guy from that rumor, of course, uh, Mainstay of um, the podcast lore, but <laughs> he was rushed to the hospital with a mysterious illness that uh you know not a lot's been being released, but they're saying it's probably cancer. This is the old screech as cancer. He said he had a uh, pain all over his body and a general sense of unease. 
I think he's had the general sense of unease since like '96. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 sense of unease is unrelated to the uh, cancerous pain, the cancerous pain all over his body. But I guess there is a couple of questions here, right? Because you did you said uh, the old Screech powers, but so how exactly is uh, how exactly old is Dustin Diamond though? Because he's got to be what in his forties? Still, definitely like way too young to be yeah, dying of any I mean, type of natural was... causes. Obviously, we're we're not talking Mister Belding here, but no, he's, no, no, but he's no, no, but he's quite possibly like way older than we thought. Because like what? Well, let's face it, me and you are almost was... forty. Is he in his fifties? You know what I mean? Like, is there a chance that Screech... he was the youngest one on the cast? You know what I mean? That's like a big thing you hear him talk about. That like he didn't get along with the rest of the cast because he was the youngest and. Okay, they were all you know, I don't really know much about like the behind the scenes of Saved by the Bell. I've never, I, I watched that one, like, uh, you know, VH1, whatever it was behind the music or whatever the hell it was when it came out. Uh, but uh, 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 other than that, though, I don't really know much of like the inner workings of Saved by the Bell for as big of a, uh, of a fan as I was as a kid. But uh, everyone hated Screech, and Zach and Lisa were banging in real life. I mean, of course, I've heard about the Zach and Lisa, but so Screech, everybody didn't like Screech, huh? He was on the ounce. I mean, he's yeah, definitely yeah. like bashed him ever since and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, did they? Did they? Uh, that kind of makes a little bit of sense because if they didn't like him before, they definitely don't like him afterwards because he's uh, used like making fun of them as part of his quote-unquote stand-up act ever since, like you said, '96. But yes, 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 I like to think he's more of like a Daniel Day Lewis type of like character actor, where he just really <laughs> got into the character of Screech, and of course, no one liked him. He's the going yeah, Screech. I mean, now you actually though did have your recent touch with greatness with Screech. <laughs> Am I getting this great? Do you know? Is there like a signed Screech playbill or some memorabilia <laughs> that you can retire? Because Dude, if, if Screech goes down, I mean, you're uh, autographed. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be worth millions. I'm just glad I got to see him, you know, perform live at a Bayside the Musical. You yeah, know? tell us the story was, again. And okay. and again, is there some type of signed memorabilia? Am I crazy, or did you get like a screech or something? I wanted him to. Uh, okay, first of all, he wouldn't sign the bill. He would only you'd have to buy swag, and then he oh, would sign that. Bogus. And then, second of all, he wouldn't sign the porno of I brought. <laughs> Because oh, that's right. Screech. The one night in Screech or whatever the one fuck is. <laughs> nice. And he refused to sign it? Oh, what He's a dick. <laughs> that would have been the most epic piece of memorabilia, especially like, uh, a, like an R.I.P. scenario would be. Oh, that would like, have been Come on. You know what fucking CD shop I had to go to to buy this fucking DVD? <laughs> Don't get dignity on me now, Screech. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Now, did you try paying him? Was this like, could this have been, was this like a moral high ground? Or was this like a you refusing to pony sure, up? Like a... It probably could have been, but dude, okay, I'm not. I'm sure something could have been worked out, but. I'd rather fuck up the $9 to watch the Louis C.K. stand up than fucking pay $6 to take a picture with screen. Now, tell us though again about, because uh, it was like. He, like he... It was this thing that was at like the St. Mark's Theater. This was like, I mean, five years ago, I think. But, uh. It was, it was like Bayside, Bayside the musical, and then Screech yeah. just like showed up, right? Like unannounced. For sure. <laughs> Every now and then there'd be like a celebrity that would like show up to these, or not a celebrity, like an ex-cast member, like Belding showed up to a couple of them. 
when we went to Screech just happened to show up. Hilarious. But then I remember reading afterwards that he just like signed on because <laughs> he had he nothing going stayed. on. That he just like signed on, signed on with the cast. He's making a killing selling t shirts after the show. He's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the same thing every night. It's like, what am I doing here? That's hilarious, dude. Because I remember it in like the you know late '90s, early 2000s when Screech's uh, stand-up career was because all of the like you know it was a, a really just such a, a huge show for our childhood and like our age mm-hmm. bracket. And then when it ended, come come the late '90s, I guess there was like a free fall where you were gonna see what happens next with all of them. And I guess what uh, uh, just to go off the top of my head, Jesse Spano, I'd say, kind of was the first one to do something really and. It was like porn, you know. It was the show. It was showgirls, baby. Yeah, of course. Which was like, you know, full frontal nudity anyway, but like highly controversial anyway. It was NC seventeen. NC seventeen. Yeah, that's true. It was Uh, like you couldn't even speak in the theater at like a thirteen year old kid because you didn't look seventeen. Like it wasn't like an R rated movie. That was strictly you're waiting for VHS, no doubt about it. And then so then who was like the. and then what happened next, I guess, was there. And then Screech, I know, well, did, like, his stand-up uh, career. But what was the first say, like, gig between Slater and Zach? Because Lisa Turtle never really did any. Lark Vor- Voorhees pretty much went away. Lisa Turtle fucking did Sammy Sosa face. And, like, <laughs> it's wow. like his bleached her face white, dude. So she's that's what she's Michael Jackson's And also, right she now. was huge in, uh, she was in How High is the only thing I could think of her in, dude. <laughs> Great she call. was, like, chick- Good call. Method Man was sniffing after, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, and then um, uh, like if, AC if, Slater signed on with like Entertainment Tonight, right? Okay, good call. Like, he was doing that. Now. I was gonna say at some point was he hosting America's Funniest Home Videos or some shit? But <laughs> that had to be years later. But yeah, no, he did <laughs> Entertainment Tonight right off the bat. Uh-huh. And then am I crazier? Did like uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen did some bad Fox sitcom with uh, she or, did? Uh, not sitcom like a uh, you know action drama with who were For the sure. co-stars was it like jamie fox or bill something bellamy. it was bill, bill bellamy, bellamy. okay the a very easy and this is a, a racial confusion but like the 90s bellamy and jamie fox are pretty fucking close <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no it was bill bellamy but also if you remember like super 90s style the first thing she did after she left say by the bell was fucking join the cast in 90210 it was like a oh, huge. Oh yes. See, I was not a nine hundred two one zero guy, so that was that. Me but, either. But, but I remember was, like that, a huge like, story. The final though. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she, she took was... over for, like Shannon Doherty. And she was going from like kind of middle school age fandom to like high school mm-hmm. age fandom. So. Yeah, yeah. I never watched that tune either. I was a Melrose Place guy. All right. <laughs> no, I never watched either. And then. Uh... And then what about Zach? He was really the main. Franklin and Bash, baby. Franklin and Bash. I mean, that had to be a couple years. Like he had to have a project before Franklin and Bash. There was that movie he made about like if your roommate kills yourself, you get like straight A's in college. Dead okay, man on I remember that one. Remember I remember that, that one. Shit. Yep, yep. I remember that one. But I mean, he had to be given like a rope of of several failed projects before he got yeah, to I mean, the Franklin and Bash like, category. I think he was on NYPD Blue for a little while. All right, that, that's ringing a bell. Okay, that's ringing a bell. But it was either him or Uncle Jesse did a stint on ER. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would you say all these years later, though? Is Dustin Diamond, is Screech, like, the sense saved by the bell ended? Who would be the biggest player, like, for the last I mean, 20 years of relevance? You gotta go with fucking the colonel himself, Mario Lopez. 
That's true. <laughs> the guns were the guns were out in full effect uh, for the recipe um, for disaster or whatever the fuck. But he's been getting, probably been getting the most steady paycheck since. No, the, that's true. Uh, he has been doing like. You know, smiley, family friendly, or you know, entertainment well, just tonight. The entertainment or, tonight. I think he's still on the, moms, there, you know I mean? the soccer like, mom kind of shows. He's uh, probably veering like 15, 20 years on entertainment tonight. You know what I mean? That's a steady check. Okay, I see. Yeah. And I'd say Zach Morris too. He's steadily worked in like TV shows and he has definitively things. not. I mean, maybe steadily worked, but steadily worked. But yeah. like you know, I get industry projects. We're talking like no, yeah, Franklin and Bash went like five seasons, baby. <laughs> that was only because so, so like Conan could keep the jokes going though. That was yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone was yeah. I don't, I don't think they cancel shows at the USA Network either. <laughs> that was him and who? Seth Green. As like the lawyer, uh, that's the green, but the other one, Britton Myers or something like that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Seth Green, like writing partner. All right, nice. But, but I guess enough of the old gang, though. Almost R.I.P. to Dustin Diamond. <laughs> yeah. So our, our thoughts and prayers to Dustin Diamond, though, and the rest of the cast from the same no, I mean, I'm sure they're not. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. One... Get get well soon, to Screech for sure. <laughs> Yeah, we need more dirtball stories from you. Did he just get out of jail for, like, stabbing someone? <laughs> well, I mean, he had his, like, celebrity fighting career. And then you're right. I think he did have a, have a fucking... No, uh, I'm pretty sure he yeah, was, like, just right. in jail for, like, shaking some dude. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we covered that on the Geeked Up podcast. Dude, what a pussy do you have to feel like to, like, get beat up by Screech? To get fucking... <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the hospital. Let me die with no dignity. <laughs> like... I'm not telling anyone screech stabbing. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hasn't he gone by the way of Carrot Top though? And he's like fucking straight jacked. He's like walking around like fucking <laughs> and in fucking tank tops with just the fucking with the gun show out. He might. He actually, I think he might be right. <laughs> I think but, he's fucking stronger than Mario Lopez now. Like we said, get well soon, Screech. Uh, you know, keep the dirt ball stories coming. And I guess then to get into Coronaville news and to really top it off, uh, right behind Screech News, Screech News number one. Yeah, keep the Second dirt ball the stores list. coming, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Second on the list, and speaking of dirt balls, uh, first time in uh, history, a lot of things have been happening first time in history, but uh, old Trump getting impeached for his second time. The second impeachment. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if one isn't historic enough, he's fucking... He's going down yeah, in history. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking doubt You got to give it to Trump, man. He knows how to franchise something. Oh, you I thought know, fucking impeachment one was good. Wait till you see the sequel, <laughs> impeachment two. He's got more impeachments than bankruptcy fucking claims, this guy. <laughs> He's uh, got quite the resume, old Trump. But yeah, I mean, I guess like we did talk about a little bit, uh, uh, consult the Netflix and chat for part one of the whole riot mm-hmm. fallout. But now uh, here we sit, I guess, like a full week removed from it. And I guess we've started to see some of the actual fallout from it politically and whatnot, as like Devin said, officially has been uh, impeached for a second time. Now they will vote to see if it's actually, you know, goes through or whatnot, if he's actually uh, officially. But I mean, he's being impeached this time. He's being charged with incitement of insurrection because of, like we said, the storming of Congress. 
And dude, like, there's no if way about it. He was literally doing his Save America rally, and then told everyone, "Like, you know what? Go storm Congress." And then they fucking did. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was a, I think that was a literal <laughs> quote, by the way. Like, I think that this, was. No, it is. It is a literal quote. Like, there's literally a straight line from the yeah. Save America rally right to the fucking Capitol. Yeah. No, I mean, 100%. And he'd been calling for it for weeks. The, uh, uh, you know, there's going to be, ever since even the Proud Boys stand back, stand by, there's going to be all sorts of tie-ins to, you know, the past four years of, of involvement and leading up to this, you know. and Well, it's a lot of things, too, because this time, you know, he's not going to be president anymore because McConnell says he's probably not going to bring back Senate until uh, Trump's last day in office. But even then, like, enough Republicans are going to be like, oh, dude, we don't have to work for this guy anymore. Fuck him. Yeah, he's guilty. And if yeah, he gets yeah, convicted, sure. it's not like, uh, you know, obviously you can't throw him out of office because he'll already be out of office. But they could charge him with not being able to ever run for any kind of office again. So his yeah, whole plan sure. is if That's he's not in jail four years later, he can't run for president again. Cause... No, for sure. They're just trying to stop, uh, uh, cut this off at the root right now mm-hmm. and just fucking never have to deal with the headache again. In terms of an official... And I think most Republicans, like, don't want him around again. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, for sure. It would definitely be better for all of them to be able to... Even the ones that wanted to kind of just chicken off of his uh, supporters or whatnot, like Howley or whatnot, or one of these maniacs who can just try to take over all of the Trump supporters if they wanted to go that route. It would even be better Mm -hmm. for them to not have Trump around. And for all other Republicans, it definitely couldn't be good to have Trump around fucking, you know, for any other Republicans. So... I definitely – I'm not sure if it will go down, though, just because Republicans are that shady that I still think that they will ultimately side with the party, and I don't know if they will officially – Correct. You know, uh, uh, I don't know if it will officially go down, be convicted, like you said. But just the you know second impeachment, I guess, is, is the nece- necessary way to start, and the fact that they are – at least everybody is uh, uh, right now on the same page with it being a total disgrace for our country – that it happened and whatnot, and with him having a huge involvement. And there's really no way, like, the liability is just so obvious that he, you know, they're, they're all waving his flag and whatnot, you know what I mean? Like, it's all <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Well, again, they all came from his, uh, like, Save America rally and just walked right over to the Capitol building. Well, I know like because I was... trial by combat, you know? I this saw is just it on the, Zach. That's just, like, just the obvious stuff. Like, I'm saying that there's... Once they start looking into it... There's even today, there's the story more of, you know, like Republican Congress people giving the riders tours and whatnot. But, you know, the more and more we're starting to learn of the, uh, uh, the, the, the day before, you know, like the day before the riot, a lot of the people that were in the riot on Wednesday, mm-hmm. on Tuesday, were given private tours by Republicans of certain areas or whatnot. And then the next day they were seen like having to know, you know, little recon tour is the theory that, you know, fingers are being pointed right now anyway. But, uh, you know, there's going to be all more the, uh, uh, so much more stuff like that with just phone calls and communications with people that were involved or with higher powers that they're going to find head, you know, uh, that were the main instigators in this kind of stuff. There's going to be some correlation between the leader, the, the Trump campaign, you know, the Trump uh, team and the leaders of this insurrection. They're going to find some type of level of communication or some involvement between the two of them. To uh, oh, yeah. at least prior knowledge, and there's definitely going to be just all, uh, everything the way that they handled it from the defense standpoint, not having enough security and not calling for backup or all that kind of stuff. Like, there's just so much, just so obviously, 
you know, his fault. <laughs> totally mm-hmm. is doing. It's going to be. And he had his great day. It was a great day for him. Like we talked about last week, he had his big going away party, as I called it. He had his propaganda photo shoot where he staged the takeover of the Capitol uh, of Capitol Hill. So forevermore, he can show that as proof as to how fucking fever and his supporters were and how much the country really was uh, behind him and not the government. But ultimately speaking, it's going to turn out to be fucking really bad for him at the end of the day. He had his he won the battle, but he lost the war because Absolutely. he's fucked. The party's fucked. Everybody's fucked all because of him and his shenanigans. So he even got thrown off of Twitter, which I think is the only thing that he really cared about in this. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's fuming over. He's like, he needs to put out his tweets again. <laughs> but like... in all honesty, I mean, that's become, that's like his only, that's become his only platform and his only friend. I mean, and that now that's moved on to be the next big issue of the whole situation is the censorship issue, as you know, uh, Twitter, of then of course Parler, which is something that I had never even heard of, but I guess was like a right wing st- style Twitter. Yeah, Parler's crazy. Parler is like your right-wing conspiracy theory. How is Trump not on there, by the way? <laughs> Seriously, like... As, like, king of well, I guess he was, parlor. but now he's not, because, I mean, he's even he's been thrown off. And that, I guess, brings up the whole censorship issue. And, again, consult our YouTube page for me and Devin's <laughs> epic uh, debate. That's not really about censorship, although she's <laughs> supposed to be. And then... Just watch the uh, the hater. Yeah, just watch the hater. I mean, I guess in that whole thing, you know, you were because uh, I did listen to it around New Year's. You were down for them having to fact check. You know what I mean? At that time uh-huh. when we recorded, it was over the summer, and uh, Facebook was starting to be like, no, 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 no. What Trump just said is totally not true. Like this is uh, so. This is all before the election, obviously. So like all of the misinformation sense where it's been shut down is like different. You know, a different story. So uh, mm-hmm. I was more I was for the, uh, you know, they should be allowed to do whatever they want as a company. If they want to let the let it fly, they should. If they want to shut it down, they should be able to. I was a fan of the verified account kind of uh, uh, Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, ultimately speaking, though, we are definitely seeing a lot of the problems that we talked about from social media and disinformation and all that kind of shit, misinformation. And even just like in terms of the hater, which was about the uh, Polish kind of misin- uh, you know, Polish kind of like social media hacks and campaigns against the social, you know, the political, uh, the mayor of Poland or whatnot. It's kind of the same thing that's like affected our election, you know, and in some ways, it absolutely, like could be the uh, Russian hack that everybody has theorized about. Like they were uh, kind of a part of that movie, or just like part of the theory of social media hacks. Are there? There's like these misinformation campaigns that get started against people to spread like either crazy information to either defame their character or just to get everybody all confused and riled up. But maybe Russia was behind the fact that fucking a huge percentage of our country does not believe the facts that the election took place. You know what I mean? If we're wondering how, yeah, like what, like how could this happen where the separation of truth in this country is so big, the gap of what, you know, one people believe is the truth and the other people believe the truth. Like what fucking got into the, you know, what exactly caused this? Maybe it was, you know, like in the hater, it was a fucking secondary media hack that did it from foreign agencies yeah. that were paid to bring them down. And there's been this huge conspiracy of the Russian hack. Maybe this was the Russian hack leading the fucking misinformation campaign to fucking lead enough people to believe that the election was a fraud 
to fucking show up and turn I mean, on Capitol Hill down and fucking start the Civil War, which is literally what happened. There was literally a, pro, a, a militia group led by a group of politicians that took over our fucking Capitol Hill. That's yeah. the beginning of a Civil War. Like, that's a fucking no, know, that's 100%. A statement of war. And it was a trial, uh, a self-proclaimed trial by combat, you know? And there are these would... like, ties to uh, Russian, you know... Russian ties with Trump, and this would be the way that like a Russian misinformation campaign would go down to fucking disintegrate the you know fabric. And I think you're, I think you're really burying the lead here because uh, at the center, really, of all this misinformation, you can look right at the uh, capital riots itself, and the really like you said, like some people believe one thing, some people believe the other. You're really bearing the lead with the whole Civil War thing, and the real question is with misinformation: Was that Chuck Norris? At, no, seriously. <laughs> I mean, talk about rights. the gap. I don't even know what to believe anymore. What the fuck yeah. is this? Is this Chuck Norris or not? I mean, this is definitely the greatest story of the. And the hits keep on rolling from this goddamn fucking riot. Like, I mean, I guess uh, uh, before we get to Chuck Norris, I guess first of all, my first favorite story. Was the uh, last year's uh, proposed or nominated geeked up man of the year, uh, the horns guy, his hunger <laughs> yes. strike that he's been going on, <laughs> refusing to eat non organic food in jail, has <laughs> been a fucking yeah. hilarious shit show to follow. But uh, now, my favorite story is obviously this fake Chuck Norris fiasco, <laughs> where Chuck Norris, if I'm not correct, isn't he like already a huge Trump fan though? Like adding, <laughs> adding confusion to the fire? But like yeah, he's like I mean, there are first... a lot of celebrities that are out there like fucking giving a big thumbs up to, to Trump. Chuck Norris Chuck has Norris, always been there. Kid that Rock guy. and uh, Scott Baio. Yes. I think so. The, Chuck uh... Norris is like a known Trumper. Okay, and then there's this whole fiasco at Capitol Hill where there's these pictures going on of a dude that looks <laughs> now like. What do you think? Well, I'll, dude? Say this. Look... I'll say this. I I read the story first, right, and it was just like Chuck Norris tweeted. He was like, I recently learned there was a Chuck Norris lookalike at the D.C. Capitol riots. It wasn't yeah. me, and I wasn't there. There is no room for violence of any kind in our society. I always will be for law and order. I was like, okay. And then I looked at the picture, and I was like, oh, this fucking bozo yeah. was 100% oh, Chuck there. Norris is obviously <laughs> I just like pulled the Trump card to be like, no, it's not true. It's much it, like the fucking Death of 2020 movie we watched with Lisa Kudrow, where like they're showing you a fucking exact picture of something. Like, no, that never it was happened. Like, no, it wasn't there. It wasn't me. But I mean, honestly, though, you got to like, think like, how many fucking Trump support? How many red staters walk around on a regular daily basis looking just like Chuck Norris? You know, well, it's that was my pretty popular too, look. Like. Was that guy just living, like, the best life, like, you and I did when we wore our puffy shirts to the Mets game? Like, was that guy just walking around and That's fucking how... taking pictures with people and just <laughs> having the fucking time That was his, his costume life, for the, uh... He's oh, got dude, the I'm Texas Chuck Norris. Like, on, dude. What are you wearing to the riot, Chuck Norris? Uh, my Chuck Norris <laughs> flannel? Oh, I'm going with my horns. I'm going with my moose horns and bear pelts. But... <laughs> Uh, I'm sticking with the Confederate. You know, Tom's bringing the old Confederate flag. Uh, dude. But honestly, you know, I know it looks like they're... just enough not like him for me to believe. And also, I feel like he would be yeah. one of these guys that would be, oh, no, 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 no. I was there. I was fucking proud to be there. Much like Horns Guy, who they tried to get Horns Guy in reverse psychology and be like, hey, I hear he's really uh, Antifa. And he's like, hey, no, fuck that. I'm not Antifa. I'm QAnon, bitch. Like, get my fucking extremist conspiracies right, goddammit. But uh, so, like, he's like, like, a lot of these nuts have been. 
and like, no, 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 I was there, and I'm, this is a fraud. They believe it's a fraud. Like, honestly, and we talked about it a lot last week, man. I've got, I've got a, a level of sympathy, and I've got a level of, you know, encouragement that there are people that will defend our country with these beliefs once we get them fucking of sound mind, uh, uh, believing the right mm-hmm. facts. Fucking China ain't coming over to take over our goddamn country with these pit bulls <laughs> fucking – with these pit bulls on our team. We just got to get them on our team, these fucking maniacs. And the team is just fucking get them reading the fucking right newspaper, for God's sakes. But Chuck Norris should know better. Yeah, so, but a, a great story, though, and really a total mindfuck. And how perfect, just like like we said, of 2020 to just where you, the, the spread of information and just like the perception <laughs> of truth is so hazy right now comes the mindfuck of the Chuck Norris photo. And like, but... Well, I would say, too, in other hilarious celebrity photos, though, and sticking with Corona news, is the fucking Karen-esque photo of Bruce Willis. In the right aid in LA, being asked to leave for not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Willis's Karen moment. <laughs> Dude, that was that picture. I was hoping there was a video attached to it of him literally throwing a Karen rat. Being like, "It's not the law. You can't make me." I'm not wearing the mask. But, I'm not wearing the fucking mask. God damn it! <laughs> but also, the fucking bozo's got a goddamn bandana wrapped around his neck. Just fucking pull the thing up, you idiot. Well, you don't tell Bruce Willis what to do in the CVS. God damn it. That's fucking. He left, though. You know, he didn't make a stink out of it. He even said it was an error. He said, quote, it was an error in judgment. And also, to be safe out there, everyone, let's continue to mask up. Like, yeah, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, another great story, though. You're right. The only thing we're missing on that one is is a video. But just the headline of Bruce Willis. Now, where does Bruce Willis stand on the whole Trump situation? I wouldn't be surprised. Is, does he like? He seems like a Trump guy. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Come on. The working class guy from New Jersey? The fucking old bartender from New Jersey? <laughs> Even his whole weird He's... thing with that, with uh, Kutcher and Demi Moore. Like, yeah. that seems like a very fucking... Uh... That's they, another they, weird thing. And the story Brady said he's up. quarantining with like his new wife and then and Demi Moore and like all their families are like quarantining yeah. under one house. No, there's like, some weird, there's some you guys weird all rich? thing going on. Fucking uh, mm. <laughs> no, seriously, guys are all under fucking one roof. But then there have been, I guess, in the Bruce Willis and Chuck Nor- Norris category, there have been some other uh, celebrities, I guess more in like the screech list of celebrity though, like, the <laughs> C or D list celebrities. But there have been some confirmed celebrities, and I guess much like unlike uh, Chuck Norris who's been a little bit hazy on whether he was or, or was not there, Zach Deputy has been fucking <laughs> yeah. fully down to admit that he was part of the whole uh, mail which is fucking crazy too man because i've never seen him he's all he's just this big fat like all about peace and love like or so you would think yeah yeah for sure he's like like a a festival like if you go to any festival in florida odds are zach deputy is going to be doing like the 11 a.m saturday morning show you know what i mean all right but dude like again he's just one of those people that are misinformed and was like was like oh i mean this whole election was fraud it's like says who's zach deputy you fucking nut. And then he like made this video too of just like after like, he got exposed for being there, his video, his quote unquote apology video wasn't even that. He's like, man, you guys are fucking crazy out there giving me all this gruff. It's like, <laughs> right. dude, what are you he was doing? Surprised yeah. He was the... yeah. <laughs> but the picture, he's wearing his fucking MAGA hat and his fucking grinning ear to ear. Yeah, no, for sure. 
And then as well, a couple, uh, I guess, kind of like athletes, uh, celebrity athlete kind of figures. But one, uh, I guess, like retired UFC fighter. I believe it was Pat Militech, but I... Not exactly. Chuck yeah, like yeah, I mean, <laughs> he from, seems like he'd be there. Yeah, exactly. From that camp, I'm sure that like <laughs> there were. Uh, I'm sure uh, only one UFC fighter, but a lot of UFC fans out there. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and then as well, another <laughs> another interesting one, but a uh, Olympic swimmer. I think maybe Cleet Keller. But um, so a, a gold medal uh, Olympic ex uh, ex Olympic swimmer from the U.S. as well as a you know noteworthy Caitlyn Jenner was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so uh, a couple. I'm not really sure how they've responded to the you know. I'm not sure if they've had their Zach deputy fucking double down moment online or if they've showed remorse or whatnot. But, or are they waiting to see how fucking Chuck Norris's story works out? Be like, holy shit, that worked! <laughs> like, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't me, dude. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so time will tell on the Chuck Norris story, but I mean, the pictures of like the guy posing with Chuck Norris, I love that guy as well. Like, how excited that guy fucking must like just like in the middle of that crowd, standing and then going to his buddy, like, dude, is that fucking Chuck Norris? And like, how how logical it would be. And how much he looked like Chuck Norris, I mean... It's much like the time I uh, thought I saw John C. Riley at a bar until I, uh, <laughs> until I spoke to him. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's not John C. Riley. Yeah, somebody might have been telling you that it definitely was. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Another one of the Geeked Up Boys might have been uh, uh, egging on a drunken Barnes <laughs> that it definitely was. And, and play it cool. Using a little reverse psychology and telling you, yeah, dude, be cool. Okay, John C. Riley's a huge <laughs> soccer fan. Of course he's... But, and that totally makes sense. Like, that totally fits into something that would be true. But much to the point, dude, I was fucking blacked out, drunk, like we said. And the second I talked to the guy, I was like, hey, are you? And he's like, yes. I was like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> but this bozo smiling ear to ear thinking it really is Chuck Norris, yeah. leading me to believe that yeah, it's no, the Chuck sure. man himself. Honestly, I guess another piece of circumstantial evidence would be though if Chuck Norris really was fucking walking. Sorry, if Chuck Norris really was walking around this fucking uh, uh, thousand people, you know, uh, gathering, there'd be a lot more than one goddamn picture of Chuck Norris. You know, like there would be, uh, uh, he would be noticed by all sorts of people, and there would be tons and tons of Chuck Norris selfies going around. You know what I mean? Or other like Twitter True. feeds timestamp like just saw Chuck Norris at the MAGA rally like about to storm the Capitol white power fist yeah obviously it would have been him kicking the doors open to the Capitol too <laughs> oh, dude. that might have got me on, this, on the side of this so I guess the, uh, the answer the answer to Chuck Norris karate kicking the doors down I guess would be Arnold's speech building the walls back up putting the pieces together <laughs> For American <laughs> democracy, and I'm to being like only half joking around about uh, about the Arnold speech, but honestly, if you have not seen Arnold's like uh, uh, in office speech in California with the flag, but like Dude, Arnold gives it's... like a really, really, uh, a really, really serious, uh, poignant, emotional speech about his childhood in Austria, uh, you know, after the effects of World War II, which is like it's really mm -hmm. on so many levels like a great speech and then he even coming well, hard with a conan the fucking uh, a conan the barbarian reference like 
So good. Well, dude, one, it doesn't hurt that there's a fucking underscore during the whole thing that he had the thing soundtracked, first That's of true. all. You know what I mean? And there's camera there's cuts like, going away like, like, into like, yeah, 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 yeah. like long fadeaway also, cuts. And like you said to the Conan thing, dude, he's also holding that sword for five minutes before he puts any, like, brings any reference to it. You know what I mean? The first five minutes of that speech, he's just holding this giant barbarian sword and doesn't fucking acknowledge like, it at all. My father like, came dude, back from World War Does he always sit around like, with that is thing? He be fun? <laughs> dude. Does he know he's holding a fucking three is five foot long fucking and then he even this forge this sword forged in the fire is gonna be like american democracy it was fucking it was amazing dude it was like a game of thrones speech he's like you glued in a fire the sword and i don't want and he throws a little comedy in there i don't want you all to be expert sword makers (laughs) i mean it was a little too long much like terminator 5 a little too long i could have done with a uh it's like fucking eight minutes this thing but uh, but dude, you gotta remember too, like, because he's straight out calls out Trump and he's like, "You're a failed leader." But you gotta remember too dude, that they honestly, already have one of standing... the great quotes, honestly, dude, a, a amazing quote. But in a couple of months, Donald Trump is gonna be as irrelevant as an old as tweet. As an old tweet, Arnold Schwarzenegger, so fucking hilarious, dude. What a bird! Seriously, you gotta what remember a bird. too, like they have beef going back to. Uh, when Trump got elected president or was running for president, Arnold took over The Apprentice. And then it got canceled. Oh, <laughs> then Trump hilarious. would always bully him about it and be like, loser Schwarzenegger couldn't take a winning show. <laughs> well, I mean, so, Trump like... but poised to point Trump on this one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like I always say, just because we hate Trump doesn't mean that he doesn't get to fucking have any battles, right? Like, you know, <laughs> he was a better celebrity yeah. apprentice host than Arnold. What can you say? I mean, it's fucking... It was his show. He gave it to Arnie, and uh, Arnie I mean, it was like it was like Will Ferrell taking over from Carell on The Office. Uh, it's just uh, not what not. Yes. It just it's, something's not right. You know, it's not what we're looking for. From... But again, Arnold's always been one of those Republicans, though, that has like been like fuck Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, but for sure. Again, I think that has more to do with The Apprentice and less than politics. <laughs> he fired me. <laughs> But honestly, go if if you need to uh, restore your sense of pride and patriotism, go check. And, and it won't be the first time that Arnold Schwarzenegger has reduced me to tears. But definitely check out the Arnold speech if you want to uh, if you want to feel better about things, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess really to close out uh, life in Ronaville, we will end with some. Some positive notes, you know what I mean? Because Fauci is saying that uh, if everything goes right, we'll be having live entertainment and theaters will be open soon. Big if, if everything goes right there. But uh, he's saying within 2021. Yeah. And then all of 2021, he's estimating, you know, large scale concerts and stuff like that. And I mean, obviously. And then even here. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I mean, even city to city, we're probably seeing like, you know, you know, venues in the South and whatnot are probably putting on a couple, you know, 50 to 100 person shows and whatnot, comedy shows, music shows, indoor dining, you know, like the uh, stadiums in the South football are in 10,000 seats, you know, 10,000 mm-hmm. seat capacity range for a lot of the big events down there, you know, so. Well, even Cuomo announced here in New York that uh, we'll be getting pop up live performances all around New York City starting as early as next month. Okay. There's always supposed to be like over 150 artists like uh, Hugh Jackman, Amy Schumer, Chris Rock, 
there's gonna be orchestra, ballets, theater companies are doing like pop-up now, like official pop-up wow. shows. Do you think the fucking, the Gooch man is fucking fuming right now? He's like, this is my idea that Cuomo's stealing. Now, you know, are all out... of these taking place in someone's aunt's backyard? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the Gooch is really going to go nuts if, uh... <laughs> You want to check out Hugh Jackman doing a tight five-minute set. Go to uh, the horror comedy show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this would be awesome if it was, like, the spring and it wasn't fucking 20 degrees outside. But I guess I'll mm-hmm. take Amy Schumer in the middle of February if that's all I got, you know, fucking... But, you know, that's definitely, I do think come, uh, come the spring in general, there's going to be, we're going to have a much different spring and summer than we did last year, even though we're not going to be fully back to normal and it's going to be severely compromised. It's not going to be like it was in 2019 or like it hopefully is in 2023 or 2024. But definitely, I think that we will be back to entertainment, outside entertainment, you know, even like I said with the drive-in concert that I went to, that was a lot of fun. The, those things are going to mm-hmm. be a lot more uh, prepared and perfected and, you know, better organized and whatnot. And, I mean, we're just getting closer to good levels of capacity in venues, especially at various places in the country. So I'm definitely – and it's 100%, of course, due with the vaccine because we can't even get fucking Republicans to wear their mask while being quarantined in a lockdown while their fucking supporters are storming the Capitol Hill. And now there's Democrats pointing uh, fingers at Republicans after they've come down with COVID for refusing to wear the mask while they're, like, in seclusion in the fucking bowels of Capitol yeah. Hill, you know. I mean, if we can't get Bruce Willis to wear a mask in Rite Aid, how are we going to get Mitch McConnell to wear one in fucking yeah. Senate? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but but I guess so, thank- so thankfully the vaccine is here and hopefully it continues to go well, but because that's our only hope. <clears throat> It's our only hope if we want to see Hugh Jackman in February I know. <laughs> singing show tunes. In case you want to see Wolverine sing fucking Les Mis in February. <laughs> you know. But uh, that'll take us out of Coronaville finally and get us into some good old fashioned. Quickly, we're becoming a uh, political podcast. But let's get into some good old-fashioned geek. I mean, there was some celebrity apprentice talk in there. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's still the guy from the (laughs) celebrity. He'll always be the guy from the celebrity apprentice to me. That's right. Bruce Willis and Chuck Norris got a lot of play there. You fired. Um, (laughs) You fired. I don't think my Uh, you're fired joke is going to land as hard uh, anymore. I feel like Trump is uh, got a little too much heat for a playful you're fired joke these days. But... Well, here's a hoping that Gordon Gordon Ramsay never runs for a prime minister. (laughs) (laughs) All your favorite reality TV shows will be gone. Um, But get us in the Geeked Up news. And speaking of TV shows or, I guess, streaming networks, big news here, big announcement, especially for the Geeked Up guys with our Netflix and chat show. Because Netflix has announced that he'll have a new original movie out every week for the whole year of 2021. There'll be 71 new titles this year alone on Netflix. 71. And these are like fucking high-budget major major motion pictures here we're talking to for, you know, uh, uh, because, I mean, how, Some many, of them are. how many original pr- uh, productions did they put out last year? Because I'd say every week Netflix has some type of original something or another coming out, you know what I mean? So I don't even that think way, that right? this uh, 
this is necessarily going to be that much ad- uh, above their normal curve of just, like, output. But I think that it, there's a lot of, like, you know, the Leonardo DiCaprio, The Rock, a lot of huge stars mm-hmm. in movies where I feel like every single week there's going to be a uh, Project Power coming out or, like, an Irishman, like, like, a, like a Netflix movie of that scale almost every week, I feel, you know. I have uh, a highlight of some of, like, the ones that maybe you aren't going to suck, but, like, probably their bigger budget ones, though. There's, like you said, Red Notice is coming out, which is Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, and The Rock, which is, like, an action-adventure comedy, okay? Then there's The Harder They Fall, which is a Western movie with Idris Elba, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Zazie Beetz, uh, Jonathan Majors, and Delroy Lindo. So it's a Western um, Army of the Dead is a Zack Snyder directed movie with Dave Bautista and Tig Notaro. <laughs> um, Tick Tick Boom. Three movies, is... two wrestlers. I like the ratio that we're going here. <laughs> yeah. like, Tick uh... Tick Boom is the uh, musical that's coming out, but it's Lynn Manuel uh, Miranda's first uh, directorial debut. Okay, interesting. Garfield and Vanessa Hudgens. He's not in it. He's just... in the, you know... Yeah. He's not in it. He's just directing it. Okay. And then there's the big one, like you were saying, the Don't Look Up, the comedy from uh, Adam McKay, which has literally everybody in it. DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, Chris Evans, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Matthew Perry, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, and even another director, <laughs> Tyler Perry himself. Nice. So... That was gonna be cute, huge, and that's uh, just the tip of the McKay's. iceberg, pretty much, because lots more. I think mm-hmm. The Rock even has another one or two with Netflix, but there's uh, uh, just tons of other big names, you know, big big. Yeah, no, coming those out, were celebrities. Those were our four. Oh hell yes, <laughs> everything <laughs> yeah, <seriously>. else <laughs> out of the seventy-one before hell yes, sixty-seven hated it. But I mean, uh, this year's Oscar coming up. You know, we have. Uh, uh, you know, we've talked about it. Obviously, the nomination's not out yet, but we have to believe that the Five Bloods is gonna be gonna be up there. You know what I mean? So we got a chance for a Best Picture nom there. And then, you know, Netflix is really only it's only in the last couple years that they've been a viable option. They had the Irishman uh, nominated last year. They had Roma nominated the year before, and this year they're true, gonna have uh, the Five Bloods. So every single year, Netflix is getting. Now- do you think, uh, just with everything that's happened with Chadwick Boseman dying, do you kind of take back your, uh, I hope he doesn't get nominated for Best Actor? I've 100% flip-flop. I've, I've Chuck Norris-style flip-flopped into the, uh, no, I definitely I want him nominated. And like a posthumous yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, win, of course. But, Sorry, uh, Delroy Lindo. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, I think he would probably be best supporting actor anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I still want Delroy Lindo best actor. But um, and you <laughs> know maybe Spike or that movie. I guess we'll have to wait for the noms to come out. But honestly, with the whole way that 2020 played out with coronavirus going on, there's you know that's going to be one of the big headlines. And I don't know if anything. Yeah, off, it's either the top that of my head, or Tenet or Invisible Man. Okay, I mean, yeah. So it's a 
you know, it's spy blood, blood, Delroy Lindo all the way. You couldn't even see the guy from the the, the fucking man was invisible for that one. If uh, if Delroy Lindo can't, <laughs> if they choose an invisible guy over a black guy, there's fucking really some really <laughs> yeah. some race problems going on. <laughs> but uh, so we'll see about the fuck. But I mean, in general, Netflix, you're coming to expect this kind of stuff, and you know what I mean. Like I feel like Sandler put out fifty fucking put out seventy one original movies last year alone. You know, so dude, it's one of my favorite things ever that like. Scorsese made The Irishman and fucking like poured in like five hours of this movie and got this epic cast together. And then Hubie Halloween turns out to be the most watched Netflix movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Scorsese. Yeah. In your face. In your face, Alfonso Surian or fucking <laughs> Beast, of, uh, Beast of Nations or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give the people, give the people what they like, and we'll happily watch. We'll happily tell our friends to watch. But oh man, too funny. But I guess something too, just kind of interesting. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about, but we don't talk about video games on much of the show as I would like. But a couple announcements here. Uh, something that they haven't really teased. It just came out the little thirty-second teaser for it. It shows nothing except announcing that for the first time. In 10 years, there's going to be a new Indiana Jones game, which is wow. going to be its own original story. Nice. All right. Now, are we talking Harrison Ford indie or uh, fucking Shia LaBeouf indie? Shia or, LaBeouf. Or who was the other indie? Was it Shia LaBeouf? Or... And then there was young Indiana Jones, River Phoenix. <laughs> if you remember, it was in the third movie. Young Indiana Jones was River Phoenix. And actually, I think there was that show, The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones also. If you remember from like the nineties, but I think they're going to stick with Harrison. Uh, with the Harrison era. Who knows? I mean, there's really not too much information about it right now. Like what kind of game it's going to be, uh, what, like if it's going to be on, um, Xbox or uh, what systems it's going to be on. It's Bethesda Studios. It's the same people that made all the new Wolfenstein games. Now, so. isn't there a new Indiana Jones? Is there a new Indiana Jones movie coming out as well? Like this is like, there's Harry talks Bill? about, with all, of, like, about, the, I mean, with all of the movie reboots and whatnot, like I'd say 10 years ago, there was the Indiana Jones reboot, you know, right? Dude, like, no, no, no. With Top Gun or? <laughs> You're not, dude. It's one of those things where like Harrison Ford has always been pretty open about how much he hated playing Han Solo, but how much he loved playing Indiana Jones, <laughs> which is uh, kind of hilarious, though, because if you remember, the difference between like Indiana Jones and Han Solo is, though, like when you saw him as Han Solo in this newest Star Wars movie, right? Uh, the one that came out and he like is old Han Solo. Old Han Solo works because all he has to do is fucking shoot his blaster or hide behind his giant gorilla Chewie. Whereas Indiana Jones is like a tough like punch him and knock him out and run around and yeah, yeah, use his sure. whip, dude. It's a lot harder to do that as a geriatric. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, fucking no, just sure. looks terrible in the old one. It was like <laughs> him still knocking people out and maybe like shaking his hand like, oof, that hurt my old arthritis hand. It's like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, for in one sake, you're right. But in the other side, what would you rather see? Like an old space traveler or an old archaeologist? Which is more age appropriate for like to be a fucking 60 year old guy like inter traveling through intergalactic space through through uh 
through the Kessels, well, making the Kessel run, or being a fucking guy, you know, digging through. Because let's face it, ninety percent of your job as an archaeologist is pretty. Uh, is digging through shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pretty tame. You're right, dude. But every once and in especially, a while, he's got to eat a monkey brain or whatever the fuck. But and he's a pilot in space. You know, first of all, like he's not like you said, he's not making that Kessel run in three parsecs anymore. He's driving way too slow. He uh, he can't drive at nighttime, and it's always nighttime in space. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's a real problem for old Harrison. So old, maybe old man, so. an old. But you're right though. On Prince, like uh, on on the actual character, Indy is definitely like he's running from boulders. He's fucking, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. knocking out fucking uh, crazy Indian warlords and whatnot. Like he's an active guy. <laughs> where Harrison's a lot more, and he Harrison and uh, Hans a lot more just curmudgeonly in general. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I always felt like Han was a lot more like what Harrison Ford probably was. You know what I mean? Like a conceited douche as opposed to like a fucking tough guy, you know? Dude, they wanted uh, the original. If Tom Selleck wasn't tied up with a Hawaii Five O contract, he was the original choice to play uh, Indiana Jones. Wow. Fucking. I guess thank I God. mean, solid move for sticking with Hawaii Five O, though. It's really, Why does he could get out of it? I don't think Hawaii Five O would let him out of the contract. <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Seriously. That's as funny as a uh, Burt Reynolds almost being be like Superman. A, do you th- well, Burt Reynolds is almost Superman? Instead of Christopher Reeve, yeah, he wasn't like the top running, which oh. would have been like amazing. <laughs> now, do you think there would be like an amusement park ride in Disney if it was the Tom Selleck Indiana Jones? Like, do you think it would have still been the crazy, you know, pop culture smash? Uh, Could Tom definitely Selleck not, dude. I, I don't think so. Just because a lot of Indiana Jones is like the charm of like Harrison Ford, you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like Burt Reynolds. Uh, all right, just another one, real quick before we move on. Uh, uh, a better, like, do you think Burt Reynolds would have been able to do Superman better than Tom? Than uh, Tom Selleck would have been able to be Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, man, hell yeah. Because I'm just picturing like a Norm Macdonald doing Tom Selleck or doing Burt Reynolds <laughs> yeah. doing Superman, and it's the greatest thing I can ever picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chewing gum. Look, it's, yeah, a, it's a, it's a giant S. It's funny, right? It's because I'm super. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Well, there's your Indiana uh, Jones game. Check it out. And then I guess just sticking in the Lucas universe, also uh, Ubisoft, who is the creator of the Assassin's Creed games, the Watchdog games, and the Division, are now working on an open-world Star Wars game, okay, which is kind of like the sandbox thing where you can, like, run around and kind of do whatever you want. You don't have to stick with the main story of the game. But this one is – Can you go to a galaxy far, far away? In the oh, game, yeah, if, yeah. if you would like. Can you <laughs> if you like, whatever the fuck you want room. throughout, like, history? or? But, I mean, this one has just not even, like, there's not even a 30-second teaser like the Indiana Jones game. Like, there's no details on all at all on, like, when the game will launch, on what platforms, where and when it's in the Star Wars universe is going to take place, what your character is. It's just been announced that Ubisoft is making it, which is uh, just kind of a big announcement, too, because EA – uh, has made the bulk of all the Star Wars games in the past, so it's really different seeing a different studio, okay, I guess, trying to take over it. And I myself am a fan of a lot of the Ubisoft games. I've played all the Assassin's Creed games, so I'm yeah, looking Assassin's forward to Creed, it. That's as big as it comes in games in recent mm-hmm. years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so, uh, are they known to be more? Just you know, this might be a dumb question for the gamers out there, but. Just from uh, Ubisoft and EA's standpoint, is Ubisoft kind of more? Do they specialize more in like violent, 
you know, no, games, but, like, but like open, open world like that, world like the, like uh, this, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the division is an open world game. The division is the game where me and a couple of the guys that used to go to the watering hole. All right. Okay, on yeah, 19th, yeah. we used to, in the video game, the first one was set in New York without like putting a marker down or like a meet point, like four random characters, like all online. We're like, dude, let's try to have our characters meet up outside the watering hole on this game. Yeah, and sure yeah. enough, all of us found our way there because the New York map was like so accurate that like when you, when we got to like where the watering hole would be, it was just this little building that said like bar on it. Wow. Like it didn't say watering hole, but like the game was like, wow. they really mapped the fuck out of, yeah, uh, out of the game. It was really neat. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. So that's the studio kind of gimmick is working on stuff like that and now the star wars game is going to exactly it. like big and they open really world stuff but so. like uh, uh so are you going to be able to go wherever you want you know in the uh, uh various star wars universes you're gonna be able to kind of travel and pick your pick your can, can, I, can knows, I get a young like, anakin versus an old one or are we going can i play with jar jar in this uh that would be the ultimate just like stab like they just make this ultimate open world star wars game but the only catch is you play as jar jar binks <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> But like, I mean, what is the it going to be like, you know, that <laughs> open? Can we, because it's Star Wars here, can we go through Yeah, that? but I mean, more than likely, yes. But again, like, there's so little to no details about it out yet. We just want to be one of the first to break it here on the Keeked Up podcast, you know? Nice, nice. But then I think the biggest news, though, in the geeked world is uh, finally, after more than a year of Disney Plus being out and all their promise of Marvel Universe shows, the first show is coming out. As of recording uh, this, it comes out tomorrow. When this probably airs, it's probably coming out today. Uh, but WandaVision, the first Marvel MCU TV show, is airing on Disney Plus on the 15th. Um, yeah, very interesting. The, the commercials look real good. They've started you know, running commercials uh, on football yeah, they look, games it looks and stuff a, like that. And it looks like it's real good. I'm excited to check it out. It the, looks a little wacky, right? Because it like, looks like they're doing like classic sitcom things. I think I read that the first episode they did was actually filmed in front of a live audience to like keep that like wow. sitcom live audience thing because the show is supposed to be like kind of wacky. Uh, you yeah, don't really I thought know that was what's just going like the on. way that the commercial was being presented, you know. But no, that's like how the show is supposed to be. She's probably like taking like an alternate alternate universe. You know what I mean? She probably goes a little crazy. But let's be honest, this is the first Marvel thing to come out since uh, Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home. All right. And, you know, Black Widow was supposed to be released last year. Now, a lot of people thought that this one, WandaVision, was going to be, like, their second or third project to come out. A lot of people thought that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was going to be the first series to come out. And I have a theory that they probably moved shit around because I bet you that the Black Widow movie somehow ties into Falcon the Winter Soldier TV series. And since that got pushed back to this year... Yeah, I think yeah. they probably had to like reschedule their things and they had the to shuffle division. things around to stay. For sure, that's on. my that's my prediction or guess anyway. So I know yeah, this movie's supposed like to Wanda leave. Division did come out, uh, you know, did come out of nowhere a little bit more than we've I've heard about some of the other uh, series mm-hmm. planned to be released, and definitely a lot of the other movies throughout the last you know year or so anyway. Like uh, uh you know, before Coronaville, their plans for the next couple years. I didn't really remember hearing about WandaVision compared to all of the other projects that I heard having them in uh, you know, in the works or in the in release, you know. Exactly. So I think they definitely reshuffled stuff. Because the what if show is like 
uh, an animated series that's going to like take place in the MCU. But it's like, what if this happened instead of this? It was like based off like a comic book they would do. Like, what if Captain America like never was frozen? It kind of like shows what happened to them. But that yeah. that seems like it's all done too, and it's weird. Just, just wondering why they haven't put that out yet. But who knows, you know? But uh, WandaVision yeah. looks pretty weird. It's supposed to lead right into uh, the Doctor Strange movie, the Multiverse of Madness. Which is supposed to be Marvel's first horror movie. Yeah, yeah, which is well looks real weird. And this is as well, like you said, the first Marvel series on Disney Plus because they've exactly uh, they've been teasing it since. And you know, yeah, they've had uh, uh, ABC. What's their show on ABC? The uh, Agents of Shield. That's already all over. Yeah, Yeah, that's over. So they've done they've had TV shows before. I've liked their I like their run of their Netflix shows, the Defender series. Those are real good, you know. And, they started uh, off really good. And then they started they, off yeah, real good, like you said. They all said. got canceled. And then they, they never really tied in with, like, the main MCU that everybody's familiar with from the movies and whatnot. But... Correct. That was always a big stink if, like, they would show up. Yeah. But they are saying that the guy that played Daredevil in the Netflix movie is going to show up in the new Spider-Man Yeah, the movie. new Spider-Man. They're saying Along that. with everybody else in the fucking world. Yeah. But now how about WandaVision? The... Is it going to be a little bit more in line with the MCU characters and plot lines of the movies that are like because it's well, well yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it takes series. place in the the defender series i feel like was you know i feel like the marvel movies really kind of just went over the top over the over the last couple years am i wrong i guess the first avengers second avengers was already out probably by the time the defender series was out but i just feel yeah, like yeah, the yeah. mcu in general is so much more popular well the defender series was more of like what you call like your street level heroes the people that aren't fighting like the giant monsters yeah, yeah, coming yeah, from space, sure. the people that are like fighting the burglars and the drug dealers, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, this one's going to take place in like the cinematic universe more so than the defenders did. Um, and if you remember the last time you saw either of these characters, vision was killed. You know what I mean? Thanos fucking ripped his, or, uh, yeah, Thanos ripped his head off and <laughs> that was it. You know, he got the stone <laughs> Vision wasn't even in the newest movie. It was yeah. the first part, the first Avengers. Yeah, so we'll see. I, again, I think it's supposed to take place in like an uh, alternate universe. That's uh, always was a big thing in the comic books too. That she kind of had the power to like make crazy alternate universes. So I'm interested to see it. It's gonna be nine episodes, and in true form, you can't binge on all of them. They're gonna be coming out weekly. Oh, so. classic Disney Plus form, and as well, I mean Disney right. Plus so far has done a good job with the. Uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian man. couple seasons that's so far been their big TV, you know, uh, that so far has been their big TV, you know, uh, production that they've given us. And it's been two for two with that one, we'd say. So, so I got a good feelings about WandaVision. Yeah, so do I. I mean, the MCU, the Marvel like movie universe has rarely let down. Maybe like the first Thor movie was kind of jokey, but other than that, they're all pretty like pretty entertaining, you know. So I'm uh, I'm hoping for big things. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. It's coming out tomorrow, which uh, I guess that would be it for our geek news. But with that, me looking forward to that coming out tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this today. Um, other things though that I'm looking forward to in 2021, I feel like we should take a little closer look at something like that. Closer look, closer look, closer look. Break out the telescope, then the microscope. All of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close. Take a closer look. 
closer look. Closer look. Oh, yeah, baby. It's the first time we got to hear the Closer Look song in 2021. uh, It holds up every year, you know? (laughs) Much like Shakespeare, it really, as the years (laughs) roll on, the Closer Look song only gets better and better. Correct, correct. And I don't think we have licensing, just like Shakespeare. So do whatever you want with that song. (laughs) Uh, Andre Dobby's public domain, I'd say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly he's a man but, of the people uh, <laughs> like we were saying this is the first geeked up of 2021 and uh excited to watch wandavision but there's other stuff coming out this year that's uh coming out in 2021 some movies and tv shows that we're excited for in this upcoming year so we're taking a closer look at some of the things we're more excited for than the other and uh i guess i'll start with uh a lot of these two we've probably talked about because they were movies. A lot of them were movies that were supposed to come out in 2020. So I'm just as excited yeah. to see it this year too. I like, guess that uh, could Black be something Widow. that we've talked about a little bit, but as well just the fact that because of so many movies getting delayed last year, there might be a little bit of like an overload on movie releases for this year, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they had a lot of, you know, obviously movies prepared to come out in 2021 that were in production and all set to go. So a lot of those will get released as well. In addition to all the ones that were delayed from 2020, a lot of movies will get delayed that were released, supposed to be released in 2021. There'll be like the trickle-down delays and all that. But 2021 might be like an exciting year for movie releases, albeit at-home virtual releases or in theaters eventually throughout the year. But which is the mm-hmm. one that you were mostly – which one that you're going to kick it off with, though? Just I mean, like, Black Widow, dude. I've been talking about it since last year. I know. We've been I waiting mean, for we were just talking about Spider-Man Homecoming I... for this one, you know? I want to see it, you know. Again, she's another one that died in the Avengers, you know, Bradley Cooper, spoiler alert. But this one's like a prequel. It uh, takes place, uh, I think we've tried to talk about it to death already, but it takes place after the Civil War movie, but before the last Avengers. Yeah. So it's just it's just a movie that's been a long time coming. That like. Now, do you I think that there's already. any chance that maybe the delay of Marvel movies, and especially the uh, this is going to do a lot for the Marvel movies because we're not going to send Spider-Man Far From Home until I'd say probably Doctor Strange or whatnot. There'll be a couple of releases, the Eternals, some other ones, but not like a huge major character release for a long time. Is there any chance that there's a little bit of like uh, throws people off the fever pitch of excitement that Marvel had? You know, they were banging these movies out one after another throughout those first three Avenger you know, headline mm-hmm. movies. Now, do you think that maybe we've taken like pretty much a full year off? We're going to come back with Black Widow, The Eternals. When does uh, uh, it won't be till next year till we get Doctor Strange? Any chance that maybe there's like a cool down on the on the Marvel? I mean, maybe because I mean, let's be honest too. After uh, like the last Avengers movie, they pretty much like grounded out their story. Yeah, like, I mean, that really was everyone... the end of season one, as mm-hmm. we were calling it, like in the movie world. You know what I mean? But it's like that really was the uh, they were establishing some seeds for the future. But that was, like you said, the end of the storyline. So, food for thought. We should have brought it up earlier in the show, probably than our closer look segment. But uh, a lot riding on that Black Widow movie, though, in some regards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that's a real dud, well, that could really throw things off for the franchise. And how about I? Beach, how about I how about I answer uh, answer your uh, uh, Black Widow with the Suicide Squad, with another female-led yeah. uh, with the DC uh, CU, but the Suicide Squad, of course, n- n- uh, not our favorite 
first DC movie. You know what I mean? The first Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. The Harley Quinn character obviously was really, really popular, but uh, uh, that could be an interesting one. But the well, D- that because also uh, James Gunn is directing this one too. The guy that directed yep. all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So yep, it's yep. gonna be a different film. For sure. And definitely I could see James Gunn lining up well with Suicide Squad, what they were trying to go for, the tone that they're trying to have with that character and whatnot, you know. So that could be interesting, Mm -hmm. but uh, 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 that could be an interesting one for DC. A couple of uh, uh, some big budget flicks uh, 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 as well, though. How about maybe like a Godzilla vs. Kong or a Dune? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope Godzilla vs. Kong comes out in fall, you know what I mean, so we can see it in the theaters. Tenet, go fuck yourself. I can watch you on TV. <laughs> okay, but yeah. I want to watch these giant monsters beat the shit out of each other on a big screen. Yeah, that's a All great right? call. That's a theater. That's a Netflix and chat kitschy question style. Would I? Am I going <laughs> to the theaters? Fuck yeah. Uh, uh, however, that does really feel like a summer movie release. You know what I mean? It How, does. It does. However, you're right, though. I definitely got to see that one in the theater. But, I mean, that's definitely just like the converging of two of the iconic franchises. They haven't ever really done a good fucking Kong movie either. The last bunch of them have been... Uh, or a Godzilla movie, rather. Skull but, Island wasn't bad. And the last couple Godzilla movies were kind of shit. Yeah, I meant Godzilla. Skull Island was all right. Yeah. But the uh, last couple, they haven't really done a good Godzilla movies since the Jack Black Broderick, of course, which was a, <laughs> which was a home run. But, uh, so that one could be interesting. And then as well as Dune Major, yeah. you know, could be a could be a as well as Dune, you know, that could be a big one. It is, and that's one of those ones too that HBO announced that it was like it's coming out the same day as on HBO than the theaters. Okay, yes. So, that's that's I mean. HBO. How about, there's also uh, the Ghostbusters movie. The uh, you know when everyone shit on the all female one, they're like, all right, don't worry, we're making a direct sequel with Paul Rudd. It's all guys again. <laughs> yeah. As well as once they realize, I'd say that this is definitely our biggest category of movies. I'd say 2021 is the year of the reboot. But we'll start off with Ghostbusters, where definitely, like you said, the all-female version, which was like a new whole, you know, it was the same concept, but a whole new, you know, a, Mm. a whole new everything. This is now a direct sequel to the old gang. You know what I mean? So we're right. going to definitely get That's some right. cameos. We're definitely going to get a Bill Murray cameo and an Aykroyd cameo. Uh, it's what... Uh, uh, no uh, Harold Spangler's, uh, yeah, right. uh Spangler's uh, son or something is the main character in the movie. Yeah, I think it's his grandson. It's the fucking kid from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, nice. Which one? The, uh, the one that's getting all the work for some reason. Mike. Okay, the one that loves Eleven. Yeah, right, yeah, I see, yeah. I see, I see. So my, I didn't realize Mike from uh, Stranger Things was starring in it. Okay, sick. Yeah, yeah. So, he's a little uh, Egon. Okay, nice. So that sounds perfect. Perfect casting job right off the bat. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters reboot, how about maybe the uh, Top Gun reboot, Maverick? Maverick. Oh, man. The only way that movie could be better is if it was Maverick from the Mel Gibson movie, Maverick. <laughs> If they just uh, a, went away with Tom Cruise. A mix Cruise. of the world, Who dude, needs yeah. Tom <laughs> In an Avengers-esque uh, or a King Kong versus Godzilla, it's a, a Top Gun versus a Maverick v. Maverick, if you will. Yeah, I mean, talk about the uh, 
like a, a reboot that nobody fucking needed or like a story that we didn't need any continuation to or anything like that. But mm-hmm. just like an iconic title to fucking sell merchandise and like who's not going to go see what dude our age is not going to go see the fucking new Top Gun. However, Look, why the fuck are I they making the goddamn- it? I've worn the goddamn jumpsuit for like the last seven Halloween. Oh yeah, you right? can like uh, cosplay to this one. <laughs> Just fucking, yeah. you're showing up in your Maverick, fucking. Uh... <laughs> you goddamn right I am, dude. <laughs> dude, speaking of another reboot, uh, what about Spiral, the uh, Saw reboot with Chris Rock? <laughs> yes. And Samuel Jackson, I believe. That's correct. Yes, that's right. Samuel yeah, Jackson. So this is one where it's like, uh, uh, sounds <laughs> too good to be in my category of these hilarious, shitty reboots from the 90s. But this one I'm actually like excited for. You know what I mean? I was not a huge fan. The first Saw was was good. I guess the first maybe couple, but I just was not a huge fan of like the disturbing imagery side of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, uh, you know, you get Chris Rock and Samuel in it for the first one's very good all yeah, the rest yeah. of them are what you the said are all like, like creepy, you know there is some violence and whatnot but it's just got that creepy violent undertone where you it's know the more of a thriller the, like i've always said the first one kind of reminds you of like kiss the girls like the morgan freeman movie you know what i mean like there's definitely like a crazy killer but most of it's like the mystery of who it is yeah yeah for and sure. then all the other ones are like do you want to watch people chop their arms off it's like i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> well good because we're gonna make, already paid the we're gonna make nine bucks, of them so. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh i mean i guess this isn't really a reboot but another sequel before we get into some more hilarious reboots but another sequel that's coming out this year that i'm somewhat interested in but uh how about quiet place 2 coming up mm-hmm. the first one was That's actually better one. than i thought this is one where it just like doesn't really make sense to be making i feel like this is the story would have been better left alone however due to its popularity they probably shoehorned mm-hmm. in a second one but i'm excited uh this is the, that's another one too that was supposed to come out last year okay yeah like like that and black widow were like about to come out and then COVID hit and i was like <laughs> none of that um, I mean, but the other hilarious sequels, what about a uh, Space Jam 2 is coming out this year with uh, LeBron James. LeBron, <laughs> of course. And, of Don, course. and Don Cheadle. I really hope Don Cheadle is taking over the Wayne Knight role in uh, in this one. <laughs> I mean, Don Cheadle is the Wayne Knight of, uh, for, for a new generation. <laughs> He's the Newman of a new generation. But, yeah, Space Jam 2, I guess that's one that, again, from the uh, nobody was asking for it except LeBron. Like, the only person that wanted a reboot of this one was LeBron, and he's rich and famous enough to get it done. So, Dude, this is hilarious. I'm looking at my list now, and, like, most of these movies are all sequels or reboots. Yeah. Because what about coming to America? All right, this is probably, like, top of my list for most uh, (laughs) (laughs) movies I'm most excited for. But Eddie Murphy's back. As we talked, as we as we cataloged last year with Dolomite, but a big year coming up for Eddie Murphy. But back in the comedic role, one of the all-time classic movies. You know what I mean? Definitely a different uh, uh, era of comedy. Doing a comedy movie as well, thirty years apart, where you know just the world of comedy has changed so much. It'll be really interesting to see if Eddie Murphy can put together like another classic on the resume. Which after Dolomite, I'm not holding it. I'm not holding it against him. You know what I mean? No, Dolomite was fucking great, dude. And Eddie Dolomite Murphy's really great, good. so like, and coming to yeah, America is great, you know. And just compared to Top Gun, or I guess we'll run through some of the other uh, uh, reboots, and then we'll at the end maybe decide which is our favorite reboot. But uh, how about okay. as well? We've talked about it before. The Matrix, Matrix Four. 
Matrix 4 is coming out. I mean, if if Matrix 2 and 3 weren't shitty enough, we'll see if number 4 is... Uh, Yeah, I mean, who knows? They're being very secret about that movie. But uh, there's another 4 coming out, too, in the sequel world. What about uh, Jackass 4 will be coming out this year? No way! I didn't realize! (laughs) The gang's getting back together and shoving things up their ass (laughs) one last time. Even though though that they're sober and, like, now 50, they're still shoving... Hilarious. Well, Steve-O, yeah, still does. Bam Margera looks like a fucking mess. Um, How does Bam Margera... Ryan like... Dunn is dead. Yeah, okay. Well, Ryan Dunn is... Uh, uh, R.A.P. <laughs> to Ryan Dunn, of course, to the to, to my uh, second favorite wild boy. But I thought Bam had, like, sought the help of Dr. Phil and, like, straightened himself out. Is he is he falling off the wagon again, or...? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think he keeps he keeps falling off the wagon, but, like, okay, he's a mess. Like... I don't know. Even sober, though, like Steve-O sobered up after like fucking shoving heroin up his ass and like putting Jack Daniels in IVs and he looks better than ever. Yeah, but, but he's like just as crazy. Even Steve-O sober yeah. like, yeah, so this week I'm going to set myself on fire up in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't like he's just he, like he hasn't stopped. He hasn't slowed down a minute <laughs> due to sobriety. Like yeah. he's just insane, Steve-O. <laughs> Bam, yeah, Bam ain't skateboarding professionally no more. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, and then of course Knoxville is fucking uh, is uh, yeah Knoxville lives for that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But okay, so I mean, I'm definitely gonna see it. Is it gonna be as good as uh? I mean, so far they haven't missed. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, so that's far, true. The first three have been fucking. And even when I try to like think about them, I'm like, those are dumb. Like think about it. But like if it's ever like pops on like HBO or like, even MTV or something, dude, I watch like ten minutes of it. Like, dude, this is fucking. Hilarious. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I'm laughing out loud at these fucking <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> How about Wee Man? Is Wee Man? Do I have a feeling that Wee Man has passed, or is he still hanging in there? I think he's alive. Hopefully, okay. I, you know, I don't know. I think I maybe know the long. fat guy has died, though, right? I don't think Ryan Dunn's the only R.I.P. from the Jackass Boys. No, I think Preston Layton. I think it was his name. Yeah, that guy's got to be dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no way, Preston made it. But <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he's dead or not. But R.I.P. to Preston and R.I.P. to Ryan Dunn and potentially another one. How about uh, Uncle Vito or whatever the fuck? I think he's dead. <laughs> Uncle Vito's definitely dead. Pam's uncle? Dude, I went to uh, – funny story. Dude, I went to go visit my sister when she was in college once in Orlando, and we were just, like, hanging out, and she was just like, dude, if you – she was like, there's a party going down the road. You got to pay $20 to get in because Uncle Vito's there. I was like, oh, dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> did, you guys pay the, did you guys throw down the then 20 she, or what? She didn't want to go in the end. I was like, come on. She's like, no, we'll go to the school bar instead. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, let's go to this $20 Uncle Vito party, dude. Seriously. It's like an amazing public appearance by second only to Wilford <laughs> yeah. Brimley at the fucking dog track poker table. Yeah. Would be uh Oh, uh, dude. But uh, the only other sequel I can think of is the only one I'd be kind of excited about just in case we get another shitty Eminem song would be uh, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> Venom, because Venom. somehow that movie got greenlit for a sequel. Yeah, I mean, superhero movies are so huge and you can't be holding on to like that title 
in a franchise. You know what I mean? Like you can't have Venom mm-hmm. and then fucking fuck up so bad that you only do one in this franchise superhero world. You know, so they're gonna get yeah. two Venoms out of it. But we didn't like the first one. Definitely, uh, we'll see what they do. We have any clue on the second one? Or they do they have a whole yeah, team? Everything. Woody Harrelson There's a different team, and it's also Sony is now trying to like they're trying to integrate their yeah, movies into the MCU. Also, I'm sure, somewhere right? Like, so I think there's like, gonna be like a maybe a Spider-Man cameo in it. Okay, but Woody Harrelson is playing Carnage. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. If hilarious, because if you remember the end of the first Venom, it was Woody Harrelson in that big fucking carrot top wig. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's the bad guy in this one, wearing that same wearing big shed. red wig. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well. I mean, I'm seeing it, uh, but but again, just like I said, they can't really, especially with Spider-Man and all. Like, there's no way that they can fuck. They they're gotta give a second chance to such an iconic mm. character with such big, you know, potential right now. Yeah. But I guess I got a couple more reboots from the hilariously cheesy category. Uh, one movie and then one kind of TV show. Uh, and by by reboot, I mean like Blast from the Past anyway. But uh, I guess a couple from the TV. I think I know what you're going to say for, the, for that. Well, for uh, it, uh... The, the movie, first of all. But there is a Mortal Kombat movie coming out yes. as well in 2021. Okay. Which, I mean, I actually liked the fucking first Mortal Kombat movie from the 90s. That one, that in Street Fighter. We were kids, obviously. But I thought they I were just... both. Like, like fun superhero movies i just liked the mortal Kombat soundtrack where it was just that guy screaming mortal Kombat over that techno song that's a fascinate only song if yeah, i've ever heard one say, that's fucking gym class uh gym class for sure <laughs> but uh uh and then as well i guess a couple and as well there's a lot of great just characters in mortal Kombat or video game movies can always I, a little uh, suspect but you want to give I some guess guesses the... on my tv shows I think I know it. Your blast pass is it? Name that tune because it's also I'm very excited about. Name that tune is back. Okay, good which call. Always said should be rebooted, and it finally is. Nice, good call. I've always felt I'd be a master at that one as well, so I'm willing to uh, uh, watch and challenge all competitors as the game goes along. So that's a good one. But no, I was that clearly was I was clearly going with the Friends reunion. <laughs> the HBO Max like there's really like a friends experience fuck New York City is shut down except the friends experience store downtown that's like the only thing going in Manhattan Cuomo gave the green light to the fucking friends uh, reality but you show. know the friends thing isn't gonna be like an episode of friends it's gonna be like the Fresh Prince reunion where they're all just gonna be sitting around and like talking their, about their time on friends well good enough for me god damn it I want to, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just want to see the gang all back together but I mean uh, uh, the big friends reunion as well there's a mighty ducks I gotta think this one's gonna be more for kids but a mighty ducks TV series coming out on Disney plus so I'm all listening. Right, I wasn't aware of that Netta raw already was... gave me the free membership so uh, I'm listening I'm listening <laughs> I can check it out you know I've been I'll loving animaniacs on Hulu ducks. so maybe maybe just maybe. Mm-hmm. Animaniacs on Hulu has been stellar. Um, yeah, man. I mean, for TV, I would just say, like, uh, in the leagues with WandaVision, the other Marvel shows that will be coming out this year, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and the What If series, I'm really excited to see. Yeah, and of course, for Loki, uh, is, uh, Loki especially looks cool, for sure. And then, of course, the season three of Mandalorian, and, of course, the Boba Fett series coming out all in 2021. Towards the very, very end of 2021, but 2021 nonetheless. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. 
as well as uh, uh, Tina Fey has a new comedy coming out. Jamie Foxx has a comedy coming out on Netflix, which looks like it could, you know, uh, uh, Jamie Foxx was great with the Jamie Foxx show and Jamie Foxx in comedy. He's like just went into the world and he does a great job as a dramatic actor, but he's just like, you know what I mean? I would love to see him back in like a uh, comedy, sitcom style comedy. So he's got a, you know... Uh, uh, I don't want to say like 90s style sitcom of course but comedy show coming out on Netflix could be good but uh, I'd say for me the big one though to go back to a movie although kind of a movie TV show uh, a movie TV show mashup and we've talked about it before on the Geek Dip Podcast but for me this whole year revolves around the many saints (laughs) of Newark and I think this one has already been delayed where it's not coming out until late yeah it's not coming out until late 2021 but still 2021 so you know as of now anyway I think September but this is of course the Sopranos prequel story with uh, James Gandolfini's son playing a young Tony. Which, I mean, really, just that right there, whether the movie's good or not, just like seeing the Michael Gandolfini performance, I'd say, is literally, to me, the most interesting thing in all of the entire geeked world this year. Like, no, like, like with no hyperbole, that right there is, like, the story of the year to me right now, you know? Dude, not only am I excited to, like, watch that movie and see that kid's performance, but also just, like, giving me an excuse then to immediately start binging The Sopranos again. Well, you're going to do it in Episode one. I'm going to go I'm going to go chronological order. I'm going to go okay. Saints in Newark, leading right into the first episode. See, I'm already starting to plan. I, I think my New Year's resolution for 2021, by the way, is to finally sign up for HBO Max. <laughs> so I should be able to get that yeah. one accomplished. But uh, I'm planning on doing the uh, Sopranos rewatch leading up to the big. Interesting. You know? Interesting. Which I know, a Tarantino-style time warp, however, (laughs) I feel like it'll get me in the mood to be extra excited by September, so. Yeah, that is the big one. We've talked about that one in tears, and uh, I mean, we've been talking about that one for like over two years now, I think. Yeah, for sure. There's as well a Toxic Avenger movie coming out this year. With Peter Dinklage? Starting Peter Dinklage as uh, (laughs) Toxie, so... Two of Jersey's great icons mashing up. And then there's also the Jared Leto Morbius uh, movie coming out where he's, you know, he's not done playing comic book villains. And that's also supposed to take place in like the Venom Spider-Man universe too. So we'll see how this all plays out. Yeah, that's Um, pretty much it. You can bring it on home though. Other than that, I mean, that's a pretty strong list of... uh, Movies we've been talking about for a while and new ones coming out. That is it's going to be a list. good year in 2021. Like you were saying, dude, I think there's going to be a lot of things just like piled on top of each other because so many are pushovers from 2020 that I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, didn't even it... take account for the 70 Netflix movies that are going to be coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, a lot <laughs> yeah. of them movies are going to sneak up on us, but you know what I mean? There's, Very true. Uh, as well, we didn't even actually mention the uh, uh, new bond the last bond coming out the last daniel craig bond of the franchise series yes coming out. yes 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 that's gonna be a killer one as well as i think there is even another mission and pot mission impossible seven i think is yeah, coming out that's what we listened to uh tom cruise freaking out about oh, on yes. of that movie that's right <laughs> so i don't know if that's scheduled for 2020 uh, 2021 but there is a mission impossible seven in the works in addition to the last daniel craig bond which looks like it's great and that one i'm sure is gonna go out with the fucking mm-hmm. with the bang yeah, Craig is uh, one of the best Bonds. Yeah, yeah. But sure. uh, 
I mean, really, there's so much coming out this year that it's hard to name them all. If there's anything we missed or your favorites, of course, email us in, thegeekdumpodcast at gmail.com. Um, of course, email us in also for Netflix and chat. What movie do you want us to watch next? There's goddamn 73 of them coming out, so you got plenty of options. Yeah. And then, of course, if you guys blow it, we'll just pick one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this election's a fraud. We didn't count the votes. There's... <laughs> But that, I think, will be it for this episode of Life in Coronaville. Um, of course, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Rate and review us. It helps us get more plays. And Smash that other... like button, y'all. <laughs> yeah. uh, other than that, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. If you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up? Oh, baby. Hey! Oh, baby. Time to get geeked up. Woo! What's up, y'all? This is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo!